0: What should a doctor or nurse be able to refuse to do? What should they be able to opine on? And what if it's not in the best interests of the patient? Doctors have a Hippocratic oath, but they also have a moral compass. And that gets into some tricky territory. Of course it does. It's healthcare, it's so personal and private sometimes. So let's have a conversation about whether or not doctors have an ability and should have the right to at least refer you to somebody else for something they don't feel morally or ethically comfortably doing. This came up in the House of Commons, and I'll explain more of that as we listen in to a segment from Thursday's show. There was a bill put through the House of Commons on conscience rights. And I think this is a national story. And you might think, is this under the umbrella of national politics? But it isn't because it impacts you if you go to your doctor and, you know, fingers crossed your doctors back in seeing you in person. All these things are happening more normally than they used to be. And nearly all the conservative members of parliament, which is a lot of people, I get that it feels like they're rolling against a liberal and NDP, quote unquote, coalition. But nearly all the CPC members of parliament voted for a bill that says they'll protect conscious rights of health professionals. It failed, but it had some impact. And I had a couple people in my circle of friends chatting about it yesterday. I thought maybe this is a story that we're underselling a little bit. So let me give you some background. Because I think it's one thing that I think when we all get together and talk about healthcare and any kind of reframes we need, and most of that ends up being financial to consider. But I was listening yesterday to, uh, to Jason Chapman uh, visit with Rabina Ahmed-Hawk. Rabina was in for Alex Pearson. Got it? Good. OK, so they're talking about Jason had a great stat in that there's a 50 percent chance that if you're in your 30s or 40s right now. Um, and it's a pejorative number that you'll live to till you're 95. And um, it's funny, we're going to have Brian Adams on in about half an hour, 40 minutes, um, off his show from Scotiabank Arena last night. His mom's in the lead single off the track for his video, and she's 94 years old. And uh, I plan to ask him about that in our chat. But living towards 95, we'd all check that box and say, sounds awesome. But I think we've all had a lot of debate, and especially over the last couple of years. How do you want to go? What say should you get in how you go? We all will go, okay? We all will pass. How much say do you want? What kind of, um, how would I put it, emancipatory uh, tactics do you want healthcare professionals around you to use? And, and this is the important part of the bill, what will healthcare professionals say they're willing to do and not do? Healthcare providers like doctors and nurses often get into trouble for refusing to for- perform certain healthcare services. Maybe they have religious grounds. Maybe they have moral grounds. And they end up being big stories in the news cycle, at least for a brief period of time when it happens. We can imagine, and we see it more in the United States, there are doctors that say, I have a religious opinion about abortion. I'm pro life in this circumstance or that circumstance. I won't provide it. Well, that's okay. Doctors will like the scenario should be if he or she won't another he or she will medically assisted dying, euthanasia. That's another scenario where someone might say, keep my hands clean of it. I don't want that on my, uh, you know, on my tombstone at the end of the day, he or she assisted in this. But they may say that and it gets into more complicated issues like contraception. You wouldn't think that would be a massive issue that a uh, doctor wouldn't prescribe a birth control pill for someone who is wanting to have sexual relations but is not choosing to get pregnant at a certain period of time. And then there's the very controversial debate about trans health care, okay? I'd love to say that I won't touch it because I'm running out of time, but I won't touch it, period, because I need to know more about it. I need to steady my feelings about it specifically, and what we should be encouraging, what we should be discouraging, and what we should be having honest, proper, fair, non-political, apolitical conversations about. So look, this is, there's enough out there to make me wonder whether conscience rights matter to your family doctor and my family doctor. And when we've got a doctor shortage, I was thinking about this yesterday, wow, that's a big thing. Because health care is complicated. Deciding how to address something that's going wrong with you or a loved one can get really complicated. It can be as simple as, hey, do I rehab this knee problem or do I get a surgery? But you can imagine for parents. And you can imagine for people who are you know, of that, of that sandwich perspective, like I'd say I am right now, where you've got a, almost an equal eye, you got one eye on, on your kids as they develop, and watching their healthcare needs, especially off, uh, off the pandemic and how we reacted to it. And you've also, you've also got an eye on aging parents and trying to make decisions that either they won't be able to make for themselves or that you want to assist them in making. My mom, okay, my biological mom has a lot of opinions on getting medical assistance and dying. And we're having more open conversations about it. But many doctors are saying we're going too far here. And many advocates and activists are saying, we're giving people options to uh, to end their life when we really should be trying to make their life better. And uh, and that's deemed as something called ableist. And ableist has been, to- that term has been totally convoluted and used and abused over the course of the pandemic. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So when I run it back to what happened yesterday, I think it's a really interesting debate. And you might say, I don't want politicians deciding, but they already do. They already decide on many levels what your health care is and what you, and what your health care isn't. I want to know whether you think a health care professional should be able to invoke conscience rights. Conservative MPs say they should. It's a little less clear um, and more murky on the federal government side as to what they're endorsing and what they're not. But this was a bill that they shot down rather instantaneously. They wanted to change the criminal code yesterday to protect health professionals from having to participate in medical assistance. And I actually agree with that. But you've got to make certain that the service is available. And we might think, hey, we're in Toronto. If I can't go to this hospital, I'll go to this hospital. If I can't go to this floor, I'll go to that floor. If you're in rural Saskatchewan, Nunavut, the Yukon, how easy do you think that is? Not terribly. If your family doctor, the only one for 75 kilometers around, says, hey, sorry, love to help you with uh, with what you're dealing with and your daughter's decision at 17, whether or not to follow through with a pregnancy. Um, and that's and that doctor says, I don't want any part of this. Sorry, um, I have conscience rights. That's not great. Like you do want the ch- you, you do. Are, you are allowed to choose ...to terminate that pregnancy in this country. And that enough for debate, and it's not about to be anytime soon. The layer of the conversation is, should the healthcare professional have a conscious right? You get into medicine, you probably know you're at the behest of the consumer sometimes. And I never play the card, well, the customer is always right. The customer isn't always right. It's a slogan that might be used at a used car place... ...or at a restaurant where the manager is very, very willing to keep you as a customer... But no, the customer isn't always right, and the doctor and the nurse and the healthcare provider will tell you what the best methodology is. It's got so many complications to it. And yesterday, the conservatives had 114 votes, that's not nothing, cast in favor of the bill, including their leader, Pierre Polyef. Kevin Vong, the highly controversial independent MP for Spadina, Fort York, also supported Block's bill. But there are liberals that I know of that are kind of towing the party line here, but they know there has to be more conversation about whether a healthcare professional has an obligation to provide or at least to help to provide certain procedures if it conflicts with their personal beliefs. It's got so many complications, but we better talk about it instead of ignoring it or we're not getting anywhere.